chapter 3 for our short devotion, preparation, chapter 4 rather, James chapter 4. We'll read from verses 13 to 16. I was reminded this week, well it was last week actually, at how abruptly life can come to an end, even when we're not expecting it. Truth of the matter is, probably most of us go through life when we're healthy. If we're not faced with a terminal diagnosis or we've not been told that we only have so long to live, how often do we think that our lives could end in a moment, suddenly? James here in chapter 4 and verse 13, he writes, Go to now. And these words are important. Ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. For that you ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. But now you rejoice in your boastings. In fact, for us to speak of tomorrow as if we're going to be there, absolutely, is it's an evil boast. And so that's what James says here. But now you rejoice in your boastings, all such rejoicing is evil. So James teaches us what we often think and what we often say. I've tried to be conscious of that, but really it's our hearts that need to realize this if our mouths are going to actually say this. You can say Lord willing and really not mean it. So James talks about what we often do say and what we ought to say in contrast. Of course, that's hardwired in our hearts to say, yes, tomorrow I'm going to do this. How often do we say that? Yeah, tomorrow I'm going to do this. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you later. The fact is, I don't have this afternoon. And so, beloved, we ought to think the way the Scriptures teach us to think. And James's point here is don't boast in a future that you don't have. You don't know what tomorrow holds. And... Don't think, rather, or so, don't think or speak of tomorrow as if you're already in tomorrow. You don't even have this afternoon, and you don't know if you will be in tomorrow. So, beloved, that's how we have to think. And James brings us to this centerpiece of this passage for what is your life? What is your life? And he describes it as a vapor. As a smoke, I think of when it's very cold outside and that vapor comes out of our mouths and it disappears right away. And that's, James says, that's what our lives are like. They're like a vapor that appear for a little time and then, and then vanishes away. I read a quote one time about the rocks that, just like the rocks in the parking lot, how long have those rocks been around? How long have the mountains been around? How long has the earth been around? If the earth and the creation that is always here could see humans in their lives, 
we would look like flashes of light. We'd blink on and off quickly. That's how fast our lives are. And they are for a short time, a little time. In fact, the psalmist in Psalm 39.5 says, Behold, God, you have made my days as in hand breadth, the width of a hand, a very short time. And he says, In mine ages is nothing before thee. So our lives are like a vapor that appear for a short time and then vanish away. The Proverbs tells us, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day will bring forth this day. And Jesus even said in the Sermon on the Mount, he said, Take no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day, today, is the evil thereof. Concern yourself, walk with God today. Don't concern yourself about tomorrow. Now, think about this, and this goes for both the lost and the saved. But first, for us who are in Christ, we need to follow what the scriptures teach us to do. So how am I to live in today? How am I to live this day? Ecclesiastes 9 and verse 10. I'll show you a few passages in the book of Ecclesiastes. Well, actually one here. And then the rest in the New Testament. But look at Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 10. You know, I was reminded of that. I saw something. I saw a man that he was all of a sudden not breathing. Now, he didn't die. He was resuscitated. But all of a sudden, that was it. I mean, he was very close. In fact, I guess clinically you could say he did die. But he was resuscitated. God teaches us as children of God. The wise man wrote here, Ecclesiastes 9.10. And I would say, apply this to your life as a child of God. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do for Christ, do it with thy might. And there's implication in here that we must redeem our time now. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, and notice, there is no work nor device. There's no planning. There's no more work to do. There's no knowledge. There's no more wisdom to gain in the grave where thou goest. I returned and saw unto the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. Basically what Solomon's saying here is everyone's life is under the government of God. He said in verse 12, For man also knoweth not his Time. That's true of us all. We do not know our time. As the fishes that are taken in an evil net, and as the birds that are caught in the snare, so are the sons of men snared in an evil time when it falleth suddenly upon them. Now, you know, many die and they know they're going to die. <clears throat> but there are many also that die that didn't realize that their time had come and it was in suddenness. 
So again, for us Christians, beloved, what are we to do? Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. Verse 11. Romans 13 and verse 11. And in all of this, you need to remember that your life was given to you by God. And it will be taken back by God. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes again, Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the Spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Listen, every beat of your heart, every beat of my heart is being governed by God. God gives us life. And God energizes that life which He's given us each day. And there's going to come a day when God's going to take that life back. It's His Listen, your life is not yours. God is the only one that possesses life, if you want to put it that way. And God gives life, and then God takes it. The Lord killeth, and the Lord maketh alive. So, beloved, truly, in thinking of this, we are in the hands of God. I'm alive right now because God wills me to be alive. And so we must remember that. So how, 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 how should I desire to live as a child of God? Romans 13, 11, The night is far spent. No, I'm sorry, 11. That was 12. And that knowing the time. Do you know the time? Listen, for the young people, young people naturally think, and probably some of us naturally think, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of time. I've got time. You don't have time. You got this time right now. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, whether that be in the sleep of death and being dead in your sins or slumbering as a Christian. He says, of course, this is applied to Christians here, but he says, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. What does that mean? Well, I'm closer to eternity than I was yesterday. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. So redeem the time. Know the time, redeem the time. Look there in Ephesians chapter 5. So do you know the time, biblically speaking? Do you understand your time? Do you understand your life is like a vapor that appears for a short time and then vanishes away? Paul says we need to know the time. Here in Ephesians 5.14, he he says, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, And arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools. I'm going to show you a fool in a moment. But as wise, redeeming the time. This is what you're called to do. Redeem the time means to buy it up, to not lose your time. To use your time in your life wisely. Use the time that God has given you to walk in this life wisely. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And in Colossians chapter 4 and verse 5, the book of Colossians, 
chapter 4 and verse 5. Once again, the apostle uses that word redeem. It means take every opportunity. Buy it up. Don't waste it. Don't lose it. He says, walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how you ought to answer every man. And so, beloved, for us who are in Christ, we need to redeem the time. We need to know that our time is short. We need to know that God's given us a certain number of days. And we should want to honor and glorify God as long as we're here. For me to live is Christ. And so we should live Christ. To die is gain. One of my dear preacher friends, he said, if you look at the calendar and you consider your age, I'm 63. He says, there's a day on that calendar that will be the day of your death. That is, if we're not alive when the Lord returns. So considering that, 63 times I've lived the day of my death, the date of my death. There's a date that will be on my tombstone. I pray that God will use me for his honor and glory until that time. And then to the lost, you who have not believed in Christ, you're not promised tomorrow just like I'm not promised tomorrow. The scripture says now is the accepted time for you. Now, today is a day of salvation. I'll give you one example. Go to Luke chapter 12. Remember we talked about seeing a fool that thought he had tomorrow. That's one definition of a fool. There are many definitions of a fool. One definition of a fool is one that looks into tomorrow as if he already possesses it. As if he's already there. I'll be there. That's evil boasting according to James. This parable is about covetousness. And this man was a rich man, verse 15. And he, Jesus said, take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of things which he possesseth. That's not life. But to many in the world it is. Life is all about how much you can get and how comfortable you can live here. But Jesus says a man's life does not consist in that. And he spake a parable unto them, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. There's nothing evil in that. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater barns, that is. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Did you hear how he spoke? What shall I do? And he said, I, my, I will, my barns, my fruits, my goods, my soul. He said all of that. And notice he said, I have laid up goods for many years to come. Verse 20, But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul 
shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So then is he, so is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Job 27 and verse 8 says, For what is the hope of the hypocrite, though he hath gained, when God taketh away his soul? What is your life? What is your life, Christian? And if you're lost, what is your life? It is like a vapor that appears for a short time and then vanishes away. If you're in Christ, Christian, redeem the time for Christ. Buy it up. Use every opportunity to live for Christ. God didn't save you just to give you a ticket to heaven. God saved you to be a vessel to be used by him. So redeem the time, Christian. If you're lost, now is the accepted time. Know the time. And know this, that as I am not promised tomorrow, nor are you, I'm not promised one o'clock this afternoon. And neither are any of us. And so, beloved, let us redeem the time. If you're lost, Paul says, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, today is the day of salvation. I love that passage in the Old Testament. I can't remember where it's at, but the Bible says that God gave those people of that time. It was was either Israel or Judah. The Bible says God gave them space to repent. He gave them space. If you're here and you're lost, You've been given space. God's graciously and patiently has given you space to repent. Christian, learn how to live. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in this day. God's given me today. And so let us learn how to live in today and not boast of tomorrow. Let us learn in our hearts to say, if the Lord will, yes, I'll see you tomorrow. I love Brother Gary, he always says that, Lord willing. And we ought to say that, but we ought to mean it as well. And so I pray God would help us uh, in this short devotion from the book of James this morning. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Father, for this reminder of how short our lives are. Father, help us not to be or to speak as the fool who says, yes, I've got plans to do many things for years to come and father we know not what will be on tomorrow and lord more than that we thank you for the life that you've given us and father if my life shall be 63 years and it'll end now then father i thank you for that oh god i pray that if it go further for any of us may we live it to honor and glorify you may our lives be salt and light May we point others to Christ. May we illuminate the eyes and the understanding of others by the gospel which you've given us. Help us to share it. But Father, help us not to to boast of tomorrow when we don't have it, but help us to be thankful for this day that you've given us. And we thank you for this day, this Lord's day. We ask that you'd help us, Father, to, oh Lord, to put aside what's uh, what happened yesterday or what happened an hour ago and father help us not to think about what's on tomorrow but help us to settle in this moment father that we might hear from you and be blessed by your presence and we ask it in jesus name amen